WHHH-FM Indianapolis. It's time to take a look at what's going on in and around Indy. It's Open Lines, your eye on the community on High 96.3. Hold up. And good morning to you, Indianapolis. It is Sunday, May 9th, 2021. I'm Cameron Riddle, live inside of the Hot 96.3 and WTLC studios on this wet Sunday morning. A Sunday morning that is also Mother's Day. We say happy Mother's Day to my mom, Tabitha, and all of the moms uh, who are listening, including the moms uh, and grandmoms and family members who are going to find out they're getting new members of the family today. All kinds of things are going to happen. I always love seeing the posts on, on Facebook of people surprising their parents that they're getting a grandkid, something like that. Anyway, happy Mother's Day to everybody. we got a great show for you uh, coming up this hour. We are going to give you the opportunity to talk about what you would like to see happen at 42nd Street and Post on the far east side. That is where, for the longest, Oak Tree Apartments had been. And I'm sure lots of people have great memories if you lived in Oak Tree Apartments, but a lot of people also don't. And so, as you know, that apartment complex was finally knocked down after simply just being notorious for a lot of things, a lot of them the wrong things. But now you have the opportunity to put in your voice and your input on what you would like to see go in its place. Does it need to be a grocery store? Does it need to be new apartments? Does it need to be some sort of mixed use development space? That's what we're going to talk about for the majority of the show later this hour when we talk with Scarlett Martin from the Indianapolis Department of Metropolitan Development and David Hewlin, who is with Muticulous Design and Architecture. That is the Black-owned architecture firm that has the contract to redevelop that 19-acre huge space. So put on your thinking cap. What do you think needs to go there at 42nd and Post? We're going to talk about that coming up, oh, 8.15, 8.20 uh, this morning. Uh, but we will start our show uh, with something good, something that helps other families and something that can help you, especially if you need your picture taken. There is a photo party fundraiser, uh, and the proceeds are going to a good cause. All you have to do is come get your picture taken, and now's a good time to get pictures taken, whether it's for the start of, you know, the new school year or the end of the school year. We got graduations going on right now. Or you want to get some new headshots because you're about to start uh, on a new career path as we come out of this coronavirus pandemic. There are all kinds of reasons to go get a picture taken. But this time, the money that you pay for that picture is going to go uh, to a good cause, and that is uh, families who have... Uh, some sort of special need or mental health need, the proceeds are going to go and help them. The woman behind all of this uh, is named Dawn Crittenden. She's running a program uh, that is called NWAD, and that stands for Nurturing Weapons and Dreams. If you haven't noticed, that's Dawn spelled backwards. Dawn joins us on the live line this morning. Dawn, good morning. Good morning, Cameron. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. I love what you're doing. Tell us about the photo party fundraiser. It sounds it sounds really good. It sounds too simple. What do you have to do? You take a picture, then what? Okay. You just, the photo party, first I want to say happy Mother's Day to the mothers. Absolutely. Uh, the photo shoot party fundraiser will be Saturday, May the 15th. The hours are from 1 to 6. They have been extended. Originally, it was from 1 to 4. Um, you just have to make a donation, if you can, of $25. The $25 includes refreshments and 11 by 14 photo that you will receive at a later date. If you don't or if you're not able to donate, you can come because we do have additional donations. And if there's a family in need of wanting to get a picture taken, we will go ahead and cover it for you. So you've got... You've, so this is this a photo booth? Is this a professional photographer, or is this uh, somebody standing around with an iPhone taking pictures? Um, it will be a Pride Photography. It's a black-owned studio located at forty-five fifty Allisonville Road. It's a professional black-owned photo. And you said, studio. what size picture did you say the pictures were? Eleven by fourteen. And what is that? Just for people 
Well, like what what size of a picture is that? What do you compare that to? Um, it's bigger than an eight by ten, so it would be probably maybe I'm just guessing maybe half of a poster size. But there will be additional packets if you do if you want more than just eleven by fourteen. But the twenty five dollars covers eleven by fourteen. So, okay, okay, so that's a good size picture. So, all yeah. right, so like I said, if folks want to come and, you know, get family pictures, I mean, and this is this is inside the studio, so rain or shine, you can come dress, dress to impress and get the best picture, right? Correct. You can come and get a family picture. You can come and get a professional headshot. There's no limit to how many people can be in the picture, um, but whatever type of picture you need, if you want your makeup done, there will be somebody on site to do makeup as well. All right, so tell tell me about where all of this goes. So you come get the picture. Where do the proceeds go? Okay, so some of the proceeds will go to mental health and special needs affected families. So um, depending on, I'll do a need basis, and depending on the need, then the NWAD donations will go to a mental health and or special needs affected family. So why did you feel the need to do this? What What is it that caught your attention? I am a mother um, of a child that has special needs. Um, and just watching, you know, what my child goes through, I know that there are families that are out there affected and they need help. So the things that I've went through to get this far, I want to be able to help another family or um, I just want to be able to help other families to know that there is help out there. So it's a personal matter for me, and it's very important to me because I know that there are several families out there, and they don't know where to turn to for help. And my organization will be another resource and organization where we will help find you that help if you are having trouble. All right. So um, so it's a personal connection for you because you know firsthand what moms and what families and what their, their kids go through on a day-to-day basis and how hard it can be and how expensive it can be. Correct. All right. So the time and the date is May 15th. You said the times have been extended. Yes. From one to six, it was originally from one to four, but due to the amount of donations that we have already received and the time spots from one to four have already been filled. So we've extended the time to one to six. All right. So that is uh, the 15th is what? Is that next Saturday? Yes. Next Saturday. Okay. So uh, in less than a week, May 15th, this is at, and correct me where I'm wrong, Don, Pride Photography, 4550 Allisonville Road. That is correct. And we're still accepting donations. All right. We're funding for the business. So do you just show up or do you have to reserve a spot? How does it work? You can show up. You can contact me. You can contact me um, or you can just show up. Um, you can, we, um, I can get my phone number or you can go to my website. My website is nwad.net. That's nwad.net. You can contact us at, you can send an email at nwad for dawn at gmail.com. That's nwad for dawn at gmail.com. Or you can contact us at nwad.net. All right. So. Basically, nwad.net, which is Dawn, spelled backwards, is where you can go get contact information, including a phone number to maybe reserve a spot. Correct. And then you can also follow us on Instagram at nurturing underscore weapons underscore and underscore dreams. All right. Dawn Crittenden, we love what you're doing. Good luck out there. And uh, thank you for helping other people and doing it in a creative way because everybody loves pictures. Everybody has Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and needs some new pictures and a headshot for whatever reason. So uh, thank you for what you're doing, and um, thanks for joining us this morning. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. Again, everybody, that is coming up on uh, May 15th from 1 to 6. It is a photo party fundraiser, 4550 Allisonville Road, and that is happening again on this coming Saturday, May 15th. Don Crittenden, thank you so much for joining us on the show this morning. All right. Uh, so that's one of the good things that's going on um, next week. And of course, it is rain or shine. If you're looking out your window this morning, then you know it is raining. It is uh, a wet 
and dreary kind of uh, Mother's Day, but that's okay. If you're going to Dawn's event next weekend, it is uh, going to be inside, and there will be refreshments and all that. But, hey, if you're going to go dress in the suit or the, or the nice dress, get the family all together, rain or shine, no problem. It is indoors. All right, uh, coming up on the show here this morning, I told you about uh, something that I want to get your guys' thoughts on. We want to hear you chime in because the people who are literally making those decisions on what's going to happen in your neighborhood, what's going to happen on the east side of the city, are going to be on the show here in a couple of minutes. And this is where I'm talking about what's going on at uh, 42nd Street and Post Road when it comes to the Oak Tree Apartments. Um, As I had said, it has been a spot that um, a lot of people don't have good memories of. I'm sure there are people who loved living there because that's your home. Um, but a lot of people didn't like it. So much so that the city went ahead and finally knocked it down after they uh, bought it from the property owners. Um, and so this morning we're going to give you a chance to um, weigh in on what you would like to see go there. Again, the people who are in charge of that project are actually going to be here on the show in a couple of minutes and i am gathering uh a story right now uh because some of the folks who um have wanted to see oak tree apartments gone for the longest time have been um at it for years trying to get this place um knocked down and it has finally happened and so one of the people who um i talked to about this was uh lakeisha jackson city county councilwoman who had been hard at work trying to raise raise awareness and finally get this place knocked down because it is in her district. So uh, before this show, I already talked to some folks about what it is they would like to see go on that side of town. So we'll hear from them and then we'll hear from you this morning here on Open Lines. But here's just some of the reasons why people wanted to see Oak Tree Apartments gone. Oak Tree Apartments has been a goal of City County Councilor Lakeisha Jackson's since before she was elected to public office. She has a long list of words to describe the now-demolished apartment complex that became notorious for everything from violent crime to health code violations. Nuisance, eyesore, um, neglected, rat-infested, um... Something you wouldn't want to live in. With the apartments now gone, the possibilities for the 19-acre site are practically endless. That's a lot of land. That's a lot of land. Claire Pope is a 25-year resident of the Far East Side. She's hoping the now-empty field is developed into a destination for the East Side filled with the basic needs most neighborhoods have. She says people would be shocked to learn what her neighborhood is missing. This particular area with, uh, where, where the apartment, the land for the Oak Tree Apartments, they have, we have no library over here. We have no park for the kids to play. Um, grocery store, it'd be a, it'd, it would be a disrespect to the community to build anything outside of a grocery store. The wish list of what could be is long, with Pope and Jackson both hoping for a mixed-use development that includes green spaces, a medical center, dentist office, and a bank, which will be easily accessible when Indigo's Purple Line is built along Post Road. Community leader D. Ross knows exactly the places he does not want to see there. We do not want a strip club. We do not want a liquor store. We do not want a used uh, car lot. We do not want another apartment complex. We do not want anything that's not going to uh, uplift and transform our community out of poverty. This feedback from residents is what project developers and city leaders want to hear during upcoming public meetings where the community is invited to take part in the planning. If all goes well, Councillor Jackson will have a different set of words to describe a project that she believes brings hope glory, um, beautiful, beautification, um, transformation. Cameron Riddle, WRTV. 
All right, so get your pen and pad out. Got some ideas down now. What do you want to see go at Oak Tree Apartments? That'll be the question for you uh, coming up here in the show. Right now, we're going to take a quick commercial break to pay some bills. And then when we come back, we will officially be in that conversation with Scarlett Martin as well as uh, Damon Hewlett from Meticulous Design and Architecture, the black-owned architecture firm that uh, is running that project. So get ready to have a conversation with us about what it is you would like to see there. Uh, All of that is coming up when Open Lines continues after this. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, your views, your voice. We are your eye on the community. It's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. Let's get back to Open Lines, your eye on the community on Hot 96.3. And we are back on Open Lines. I'm Cameron Riddle in the Hot 96.3 and WTLC studios this morning. Happy Mother's Day uh, on this Sunday, May 9th, 2021. Uh, I forgot to give a shout out to Henry, who I know was listening to the show here this morning. And we appreciate all the support all of the time. Uh, all right. In this portion of the show, it's time to talk about what it is you want, Indy. Uh, this is an opportunity to not only talk on the radio so the community uh, hears what you want and how you feel. This is an opportunity to talk with the people who literally have the blueprints in their hand, who are making the decisions, who are sitting at the table when it comes to the conversations about what it is you want to see being built at 42nd Street and Post Road on the far east side where Oak Tree Apartments once stood. We are talking about nine. Acres of land. That is a lot. Right now it's just a field, but it's gonna be on it's right there on Post Road, which we know that's where uh the purple line is gonna come through. So you got some rapid transit right there outside of your door. Um, this is nothing but opportunity. And so we want to make sure that it is used uh and executed, taken advantage of whatever way you want to say it, in the most effective um and best way for the community, particularly the people who live there. So you heard a few moments ago from a couple of people uh, on the east side of what they would like to see out there and, of course, what they don't like to what they would not like to see out there. This is your chance to do that uh, here on the radio this morning. Scarlett Martin will join us here on our live line. She is the director of the Indianapolis Metropolitan Development uh, Division here for Marion County and Indianapolis. And Damon Hewlin. Uh, is a principal with meticulous design and architecture. Both of these folks are very important to the process of what will happen and what will go at that location on the far east side. And if I can hit the right button, now we hit this one. There we go. Scarlett and Damon join us live on our live line right now. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Thank you both uh, for joining us here Tell us uh, where you are with the process. We've, we've knocked those apartments down. And now it's a field. What happens next? Well, what happens next is a, is a planning process with the community. And so we just kicked that off recently. Uh, we'll be embarking over the summer with, on ver- various uh, public opportunities, some virtual meetings, uh, and possibly an in-person gathering, and, and also just kind of trying to reach out to the community at events that are already happening this summer. So, Damon, on your end, you've got the schematics and the blueprints, and you're thinking, what can go in this 19 acres? Where do you guys stand on that side of things? Well, uh, thank you, Cameron. And first, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out listening this morning. Uh, we, the first thing we want to reiterate to the community at large is that we, we are not designing at this part of the process. At, we are in the stage where we are seeking to get feedback and input and to hear the voices of the community. We want this, the, the purpose of this uh, planning stage that we are in is to create a community-driven 
process, a process where we can obtain the vision, the dreams, the passions, the desires of the community. So at this particular stage, there are no blueprints, there are no drawings, there are simply stakeholder community engagement meetings uh, of various types. Uh, there are in-person meetings, uh, COVID safe, of course, but we are truly seeking to get the input and feedback of the community in this planning stage. I'm going to open the phone lines here uh, in a minute so we can hear directly from, from people. But uh, thus far, uh, Scarlett and Damon, what have you heard uh, from the community about what they want there and what they don't want there? Sure. In our initial discussions, everyone has expressed a desire to have a community that is for the people, by the people. It is world-class. It is something that the community can be proud of. It is a beacon. It becomes a beacon of light and hope for revitalization of the entire Far East Side. It is something that uh, everyone has ex ex expressed passionately that they want something where it begins to transform how people perceive the Far East Side. And it, it provides good quality, uh, good quality homes, good quality uh, retail, opportunities to have green space, opportunities where the youth can engage and be involved, where seniors where it's a diverse use of, of the environment and where other people will begin to be attracted to the area and want to come and contribute and be a part of this neighborhood. Scarlett, what about on your end? What, what are you hearing? Truly the same thing. Uh, uses that are going to support the community, whether it is food options, uh, grocery, whether it is quality housing and other retail, um, uh, in addition to food or grocery, um, as, as Damon said, somewhere where every member of the community can, can spend time, whether it is youth or seniors or anyone in between, there's truly a, a space that can serve the community as opposed to what became such a nuisance and public safety mm -hmm. um, hazard to the entire community. All right. Uh, let's hear what you have to say 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. That is the number to get on the air this morning. What do you want to see uh, be built at 42nd Street and Post Road on the far east side? That's where Oak Tree Apartments was. This is 19 acres of land. That is a lot of land. So the possibilities, and Scarlett and Damon can correct me if I'm wrong, are pretty much endless at this point because they are literally – just listening to people. They are taking uh, the comments that you say here on the radio, and they'll add them uh, right to the list of things that they have heard. And you can also join them for a public uh, hearing that's coming up. We'll give you the details on that for May 13th if you can't get on the radio show this morning. But right now, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. That's the number to get on the air to talk with Scarlett and Damon right now. Let's go take our first caller uh, on line two. Good morning. You're live on uh, online. Who's this? Surely we need to have an industrial training campus right there with the 500-bed uh, dormitory so that when you have your apprentice in there learning their trades, they'll have somewhere to stay in a stable environment so that they can actually learn. You know, with all the infrastructure that's going to be done here in the state of Indiana, even on Riverwalk, that uh, the young lady there that's taught from the uh, a Metropolitan Development Board, she should want to have a workforce development in that area to help everybody in that area so women can send their sons there to get some industrial training because you hear the ads on your station, uh, Cameron. They're talking about how much these jobs are paying. Now, you can get a ch uh, person in there. You start them off when they're 12 years old learning a trade, and by the time they're 18, 19, they're ready to work on walk on a job and make $30, $40 an hour. So I think rather than having the apartments, having the grocery store, uh, you should have an industrial training campus with 500-bed uh, dormitory, a kitchen and everything prepared there, and have the masters lined up to teach the craft. And I think that would be the best thing for that depressed area, which is now a ghetto. And I, I will try to take contact with Lakeisha 
and and try to impress that on, at least to fit it into the conversation because we got too many mixed developments. We've got too much retail going on here, and it's nothing but a drain on the community. We need something to build that area out and let it be known as a world-class training facility to lift these people out of poverty instead of giving them a food box. Thanks, Cameron. Larry Vaughn, guess what? That's correct. Guess what? Uh, you know, sometimes you send me over off the deep end, but today you're right on the money with that. That's the truth, and they know it's the truth. The lady from the Metropolitan Development Board, they got all these developments going up, and the main thing is booze joints on every corner. She should be ashamed of herself. But uh, they need to stop with the booze and start <laughs> right. building something that's going to train somebody so they can make a living. All right. Stop playing. You got to work. All right. Larry, with, um, with, with, with something that we can actually add to the list and coherent thoughts and something that's constructive to the conversation on the radio this morning. How about that? Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the regular listeners of this show know that that deserves a round of applause. All right. Now. You can also join Larry as part of this conversation uh, by calling 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. Scarlett and Damon, uh, Larry is a, a regular caller of this show and all of the radio shows, actually. But today he brought something to the table um, that was different from anything that I've heard um, as far as what could go in that space. I've heard some of the things he said, mixed use and apartments and grocery stores. Is there anything... That's off limits to just considering going there. Definitely. Uh, no, and I actually, actually really appreciate Mr. Vaughn's comment about workforce development. Um, and certainly right there by the red or sorry, the purple line, you have uh, a lot of opportunities in terms of job creation that in, in terms of how people can get there. So I really appreciate Mr. Vaughn's comment. I, I do too. Damon, what about you? I'm actually glad Larry uh, shared that information. Again, I reiterate, we, the, the, the items we listed are earlier are not from our voice from the design team or from the city. These are things we were hearing from the community. So we are, and I'll reiterate it, we are at the stage where we want to hear anything anybody from the community can dream or think of. We want to establish the vision the goals and the strategy for this redevelopment plan, this revitalization plan based off of suggestions. So having a world-class workforce development and, and workforce development housing to support the youth and, and jobs creation and opportunities for having trained, skilled uh, community members is a fabulous idea that we will definitely take back with us uh, as we begin to to uh, work through how we can implement these things. Also, uh, Cameron, just one more mm -hmm. point. One of the things we want to make sure we do, which is why we, we've, uh, along with the city, they've selected our team as uh, a team that can help put together a community-driven but an implementation-minded vision. Everything that we do, at the end of the day, we want to make sure this revitalization plan, this master plan is implemented and is executed. So we're going to take all the input and feedback and determine the best way forward with the community and, and along the way getting their input and feedback through each of the planning stages to make sure not only we have a great vision that sits on the shelf, we don't want it to sit on the shelf. We want this to be created and built and developed. 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. That's the number to get on the air and join this conversation right now about what it is you want to see at 42nd Street and Post Road. Nothing is off the table. Nothing is a bad answer. Let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, caller, good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? This is Trey. Trey, what do you? what's on your mind? What do you think should go on 42nd and Post? Um, I think that it, it should be um, like... Uh, a campus of some sort and a cineplex uh, grocery store, uh, basically dealing with black owned businesses because uh, the biggest thing that I have noticed is that there's a lot of swamp stores around, mm -hmm. like, you know, the gas stations mm -hmm. and the paraphernalia and stuff like that. Um, but it should be like a cineplex uh, for mental health, uh, abuse, 
you know, uh, domestic abuse and things like that. All right. I appreciate that call. Trey, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Like I said, there's no wrong answer here. What do you want to see go at 42nd Street and Post Road? 19 acres of land, y'all. 19 acres. That's huge. 19 acres of land. This is going to be right there on the Purple Line. Uh, which is going to take you from Lawrence to downtown Indy. So the the streets are going to be redone. It's going to look good. You're going to have direct access to get to and from, whether you have have a car or whether you don't. Uh, Damon, I want to ask you, uh, based off this question, based off what Trey Mm -hmm. just brought to us, he mentioned the black-owned businesses and the focus on that and uh, some of the things that are out there now. Meticulous Design and Architecture is a black-owned business firm tell me uh how what you guys bring to the table can speak directly to what trey just brought to us here on the radio definitely uh trey we appreciate you calling in and contributing your your thoughts about what this site could potentially have on it Uh, meticulous design and architecture is a minority owned uh, business enterprise all of our principals are african-american males and we, uh, the city selected this team, uh, not just on the merits and the skills and, and talents of, of what we can do, uh, but we are also collectively as an entire team, uh, a, a great representation of the communities that are similar to Oak Tree. Uh, we, we come from neighborhoods that, uh, are challenged uh, and uh, don't have representation of world-class businesses and are, are struggling to, to make ends meet. So meticulous design architecture is here to be a direct listening ear that can uh, contribute on, on the other side of the table and stand in the gap for the community members and knowing that we have their back and making sure their voices are heard. You know, meticulous design and architecture was established in uh, on January 15, 2015, uh, here in Indianapolis as our home base. But we also have a, an office in Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. And what we are seeking to do is to bring a world-class mentality and a world-class approach to everything that we do. And that is something specifically that uh, DMD saw within Meticulous in our collective team approach. We have a very diverse team uh, from our engaging, uh, our community engagement and outreach team, which is engaging solutions through uh, Denise Hurd and Hurd strategies for marketing and media, through Shrewsbury Associates for the site engineering, uh, through some of our real estate development teams and StoryCo with Trinity Heart. And essentially, everything that we've collectively put together, including our, our one of our, our co-leaders, which is uh, Land Collective, who is an urban planning and public realm entity, all of our approaches and our mindset are geared to ensuring that this process of revitalization and master planning is for us and by us collectively as a team. 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. Join us here on the air and put in your idea on this list of things that could go and replace Oak Tree Apartments. Let's go back to the phone lines, 317-239-9696. By the way, there's no right or wrong answer. Uh, A lot of the things that have already been said on the radio are being added to the list of possibilities. Join us by dialing that number. Let's go to the caller on. Nope, that's the wrong line. Let's try the caller on line two. Caller, good morning. You're live on the air. Hey, Cameron. This is Tony Knight with uh, Martindale Brightwood and Crown Hill Neighborhood Association. How you doing, Cameron? How you doing, Brother Damon? How you doing, Director Martin? Great, thank you. Hey, what I want to talk about is the gentrification and displacement. Okay. And so, Cameron, this is an ideal that we're trying to talk about over in Martindale Brightwood. Mm -hmm. That uh, if you bring in a CDC as a co-developer, and I don't know what CDC is out that way. I don't know if Ashley Gervitz goes that far or who's the CDC out there. 
But if you bring them in as a co-developer, then monies that the co-developer earns, uh, it, it can be designated to help the pre-existing homeowners because we know once development happens, the property tax rate will not go up, but their assessed value will go up so that homeowner will have to pay higher property taxes. And so if there is designated funds that the co-developer CDC can get, then those can be designated to give 0% uh, loans to help pay off that increased value in in uh, taxes that seniors 65 and over that have been living there for 20 or more years, they're within a mile radius of the development, and they're at 120% or below the average medium income, can still stay in their houses, still be able to pass those on to their um, loved ones so that we can have that generational wealth because the loans will be forgiven after 20 years, whether you live in that house for 20 more years uh, and don't sell it or if you pass away, uh, because that's real important. Everybody keeps talking about gentrification and displacement, but I'm trying to come up, we're Martin Del Brightwood, trying to come up with a systematic way to keep that from happening. And so everybody's saying, we don't want it to happen. Well, if you don't want it to happen, come up with a systematic way of it not happening. And uh, I know Meticulous is a good group. Uh, they built the uh, library at uh, in Martindale Brightwood, and, and, and they're uh, designing the um, new Frederick Douglass Park Family Center. And uh, I, them being 100% black-owned, I'm sure they wouldn't mind having a co-developer and so that those kind of funds can be available for the pre-existing homeowners that are already there. That, uh, Tony, you bring up a number uh, of good points because we know how these things work, as you just explained. So I guess, uh, Scarlett, is that more of a question for you or for Damon, or you both can and hit, can hit that? Sure, sure. Uh, and Mr. Knight, we appreciate working with you in Martindale Brightwood, and thank you for calling in. Um, I really appreciate that idea um, about having a co-developer that is based in the community. It's one of the reasons why um, Meticulous and the team um, with Engaging Solutions and, and others put together uh, a local community advisory stakeholder group uh, that includes stakeholders such as City County Councilor Lakeisha Jackson, who also has and shares your concerns, Mr. Knight, about gentrification and, and increasing property taxes, um, as well as local uh, organizations such as CAFE, um, the Boys and Girls Club, La Plaza, the Far East Side Community Council, uh, Finish Line Youth Foundation, Mount Carmel Baptist Church, uh, the Ross Foundation and others that are local to the community um, and and we believe can can identify some stakeholders that that may have a financial stake in what what ends up being on the site, um, whether it's a, a co-developer or or even locating uh, community services on the site. So um, truly that's that's such a good point uh, in terms of how how we get how we build community well. Night. Thank you so much for the uh, for the call and the question. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you for what you do in the community. Uh, Scarlett and Damon, um, this conversation that we've had on the radio is, has been great. I've heard a lot of good ideas, but this is also going to continue. You've got public meetings coming up. They will be held on Zoom um, coming up on May 13th, and then you have another coming up on June 8th, and then a final plan on... September 9th, what uh, how are these? Uh, what are the other ways? I guess I'm trying to ask. Can people get involved with this? Sure. Uh, just one correction: the the, uh, the it's July 8th uh, instead of June 8th. So the the process, our overall um, revitalization plan development process, is seven months total, and there are three phases within this process and we are only in the phase one which is the visioning uh the establishment of the goals and strategy phase uh, in which we have the first public engagement meeting coming up uh on on the thir this upcoming thursday 
So we definitely want to ask everyone who is available if you can join in on May the 13th at 6 p.m. via Zoom. Uh, the, we have a meeting ID for Zoom, which we can read out and share along with the passcode to enter. Uh, but there, there are throughout these three phases, there will be an advisory committee meeting that uh, Scarlett just mentioned uh, with that core team of, of community network uh, leaders. And then we have a public meeting in which any and everyone from the community can participate in. There's going to be information shared through social media. Uh, we, we have great support from CAFE and La Plaza, where we're going to be uh, sharing uh, uh, information uh, and flyers. We're discussing several different ways of engagement, not only for our native English speakers, but we're looking to make sure we can encompass our, uh, our Latinx community and our Haitian Creole community as well as as far reaching as possible to ensure diversity and inclusiveness throughout this entire process. So not just in language, but in thought. We are also going to seek to in, in integrate the youth within the process. And, and get their feedback and ideas. We're, we're talking about uh, capturing uh, video commentary from different community members, uh, putting using a have, or having one of our, our youth members that's been participating already in the process to, to put together uh, a storyline and share an article about this process. Uh, we're going to be seeking to obtain uh, different input, uh, not just via Zoom, but uh, questionnaires. Uh, so we're, we're seeking to, to expand and be as far-reaching as possible, but definitely the first opportunity in the three major opportunities will be through the Zoom meetings, which we're also looking to have a Facebook Live uh, option as well as sharing information on the city of Indianapolis's website about this process. All right. Uh, Damon Hewlin, a principal at Meticulous Design and Architecture, as well as Scarlett Martin, the director of the Indianapolis Metropolitan Development Commission. Thank you both for uh, starting the week with us and allowing listeners to get directly into the conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you Thank for you. having us, All right, we will keep uh, keep an eye on how things go with these uh, number of meetings that are still ahead. This conversation will continue on the other side of the break with you, our callers. I know that the phone is still ringing, so don't hang up. Don't hang up if you're a caller wanting to get out there what it is you want to see at 42nd and Post. Don't hang up. I'm going to talk to you because we're going to do open lines for the rest of the show. I want to know what you want to talk about, what's on your mind, what's going on in your community. You want to sound off? Or if you simply want to give a Mother's Day shout-out, call us, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. And guess what? This one is free. That one won't cost you a penny, but you can, But your mom can say, your, your mom's friends will say, girl, I heard him talk about you on the radio this morning. Call me, 317-239-9696. It is open lines for the rest of the show. And as we go to break, we say, Happy birthday to Dominique and Dre. Dual birthdays in the Herd family this weekend. Lots of cake over there. Uh, save me some, please. More of Open Lines is coming up after this. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, your views, your voice. We are your eye on the community. It's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. Keeping you connected to what's happening in our city. It's Open Lines on High 96.3. And we are back here on Open Lines. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle. It is Mother's Day 2021. We've had a great show uh, hearing from you on what it is you want to see happen in your community. Uh, we've got about 10 minutes left in the show, and so I'm just going to do open lines for the remaining 10 minutes. And in that 10 minutes, we can talk about whatever it is that is on your mind. 
Of course, it is Mother's Day, and I'm totally cool if we just do Mother's Day shout-outs for the next 10 minutes. That's cool. Whatever it is you want to say, you want to get out there, um, call us, 317-239-9696. The show's called Open Lines, and now we have them. Uh, I'll start off with my Mother's Day shout-out simply to my mother, Tabitha, and to my grandmother's Mary and Dolores and all my aunts. I can't. I won't say any more names because it gets out of control after that, and then you leave somebody out, and then it gets ugly because all my family lives here in Indianapolis. So, who do you want to shout out for Mother's Day? Call me, 317-239-9696, or simply just what's on your mind you want to get out there. We had a good conversation last week about uh, the things that are happening up in Hamilton County. I know the phones were ringing as we went off the show when we were talking about um, the first black superintendent going to Hamilton Southeastern Schools as well as um, the equity, diversity, and inclusion lessons, um, not lessons, but uh, initiatives that are going in the Carmel Clay School District as well as the Hamilton Southeastern School District. So if you want to chime in on any of that, call me 317-239-9696. Let's go to the phones, to the caller online too. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Derek. Derek, you're live on the air. What's on your mind? Hey, I just want to say happy Mother's Day to my mom, Dina, and to my wife, Latanya. Good morning. And also, I want to talk about, um, real quick, um, like you said, about the neighborhoods, uh, just what uh, what kind of places they put up around the neighborhoods. You know, you got liquor stores, mm-hmm. uh, uh, George Chicken or whatever, you know, just chicken and liquor. Mm-hmm. Where you go, like the 42nd and uh, Post side or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there now we are getting some 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 uh some healthier food choices out there. Mm-hmm. I do agree. Uh, young brother who owns a, a vegan food place called Dakota Sack, pretty good. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying we don't have good food or anything. I like everything they feed us is, is trash. Mm-hmm. That's all. <laughs> hey, and you. And know- I- and I was going to say, hey, the, the chicken is good. The chicken is good, I, but. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah, go ahead. Go right ahead. <laughs> but, but a little diversity is all we're asking for. Give us yeah, a little something that's else. That's all. That's all I'm asking. That's all. <laughs> all, right. all right. Thank you so much for the call, and, and yeah. happy Mother's Day to your ladies and your family. Hey, thank you. Have a good one. Absolutely. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. It is open lines for the next couple of minutes here on the show. Come shout out the ladies in your life, your mothers, the daughters, the aunts, the wives. Call me, 317-239-9696. It is Mother's Day 2021. Uh, let's go to the phones. Caller on line three. Good morning. Hello? Hello? That sounds like somebody's having a whole nother conversation back there. Hello? Oh, we miss them. Somebody, somebody was getting yelled at. I had to cut that. Somebody was getting yelled at in the background. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. It's open lines for the next couple of minutes. What's on your mind? What do you want to talk about? What do you want the people to know? You got a Mother's Day shout out. Call me. Let's go to line two. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? Hello? Hello? See, then this person's listening to me on the radio. Listen on your phone. I'm going to come back to them. I'm going to come back because I got more callers. Caller on line three. Let's try you. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Cameron? Good morning. Brother, how you doing? I want to give a shout out to all the great mothers that are here with us and ones that are gone uh, for producing us uh, children, men, and women who have tried to carry on their legacies and carry on their names in such a fine and fashionable manner. Uh, we hear too much negativity about uh, women and men nowadays in this consequence culture, which some things require, but we're going to, for, for the most part, 90%. Remember, people, 90% of the people are good people. You have one out of ten. So let's stop letting the one bad apple spoil our mentality towards a bunch. Let's just get rid of the or retrain the bad apple. We're going to uplift our black people, our black women, and our mothers who have produced us, who birthed us, who put us out here to be great people, to be people with direction, and to provide direction to our children and our families. And, uh, I mean, I want to say thank you to my mother for at least giving me that opportunity to do that. Last thing is we're coaching baseball children. Here we go again. We're coaching, coaching children at Riverside. Coach Roman, myself, Riverside, every Wednesday, 6 o'clock, bring the children over. All I keep seeing is mothers bringing these boys over to play baseball. That's two weeks in a row. So fathers. 
bring some of these boys over and help so we can teach them some baseball so they can learn to be good uh, uh, men who learn how to have character and things like that. Thanks, Cameron. All right, Emotep, good to hear from you, sir. Happy Mother's Day to all of your ladies. 317-239-9696. It is open lines for the remainder of the show. Got a couple of minutes left here. Uh, you want to give a Mother's Day shout-out to somebody, give me a call, 317-239-9696. Or you just want to let me know what's going on on your side of town, call me, 317-239-9696. Let's try this caller again on line two. Are you there? Hello? So this person, whoever that is, we're going to miss them. Call me back. 317-239-9696. They're listening on their phone or listening to the radio rather than um, on their phone. 317-239-9696. Let's try some of these folks. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Hello? They hung up? Caller on line three. Good morning. Yes, you're live on the air. Who's this? This is Didi Cam. How are you this morning? I'm good, Didi. How are you? I'm good. I just want to give a shout out to your mom. Um, she did an awesome job with you, and a shout out to my mom. All right. Have well, a great day. All right. Thank you. Uh, happy Mother's Day to you and to Miss Heard. You. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Three one seven two three nine ninety six ninety six. We're getting some Mother's Day shout outs in there. Caller. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? My name is Taurus Bailey. Taurus, what's on your mind, man? Bailey, I want to give a shout out to my kids, mother Portia McGinty. Rest in peace. She passed away March the 31st. And I want to give a shout out to my mother, Lisa Bailey. Happy Mother's Day, man. All right. Thank you so much for the call, sir. And happy Mother's Day to your ladies and sorry for your loss. All right. Thank you. Thank you. 317 239 Oh, we're pushing it. We got a minute. Let's take this caller. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? Good morning. I want to give a shout out to all the beautiful black mothers that are doing their best to raise beautiful black babies. Um, thank you all so much. Um, and have a wonderful, blessed day. Happy Mother's Day. All right. Thank you so much for the call. Happy Mother's Day. All right. We got just 60 seconds left in the show. I'm going uh, I'm, I'm to get this one last one in. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? Good morning. Um, my name is Kimberly. I wanted to give a Mother's Day shout out to my mom, Tara Carr, and all of the Morrison, Cook family, and all the graduates from Arsenal Technical High School, class of 94. Hey, Thank shout so out. We'll, get, we'll, we'll give them and all of the graduates uh, a round of applause this morning because I forgot it's graduation time. Thank you so much for the call. My pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. It is Mother's Day 2021. So glad we could get some uh, Mother's Day shout outs in on the show this morning. But guess what? That is the end of this show. Uh, Open Lines has been a productive show this morning with some good conversation and some ideas about what we need to see happen in our community. But no worries. The show will be back next Sunday live at 8. Look at the phone lines blowing up now because everybody wants to say a happy Mother's Day. I told you I'd call 10 minutes ago. But we're out of time because more music is on the way on Hot 96.3 and next door on WTLC. Al Sharpton with the Hour of Power is next. If you missed any portion of this show, including that Mother's Day shout out, you want your daughter, your wife, your mother to hear it. uh, Make sure you search for open lines anywhere you get your podcast. We're back next Sunday live at 8. I'm Cameron Riddle. Happy Mother's Day.